0: Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's topic of the week. um Today we're going to be discussing electric vehicles and if the world is ready for them or not. So we decided to look at this one because every time I go online, I read I, there, there's always something about EVs, whether it be the deadlines of trying to implement them by 2050, tax credits, whatever, so on so forth, lack of infrastructure, all these all these articles. Yes, and I'm like, okay, it's about time we make a podcast episode on this and whether or not the world is actually ready for them or not. So yes, the world is moving towards EVs and there are that's just how it is. It's we're going to move there's going to be a day where all gas cars, diesel cars are going to be phased out. Whether you will like that or not, personally, like I don't like that. I li- I like my gas cars. I, do too. I, I like to go room room sometimes, but these yeah. EVs are the future. They're clean. Yes, I like got I admit they're clean. They're efficient mm-hmm. and they're going to be the future, and as we as technology progresses, they're going to have ranges that are way better than gasoline vehicles. Yeah. See, i want to disagree with you because I think it's gonna be a fad. I think
1: they're gonna die away because the you pe- think so? Because the petrol heads are gonna just take over again. There's 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 always always like people think that you can just phase something out. I and mean, there's always you know leaps leaps and bounds and roller coasters. Things happen. Things don't. And when there's something about gasoline power cars something about when you hear v8 go Mm -hmm.
0: you just love i mean that's for that's for all all of us petrol heads yeah other than that i don't i don't think anyone cares too much about the v8 and i don't think there's enough of us to lobby yeah for it but i don't know hey i mean they won't be completely phased out like completely banned yeah we're gonna have like collections and we're gonna have the shows that we're still gonna have them but most of the world will be EVs, and all countries are moving towards implementing them to have a EV-majority car infrastructure. Yeah. Let's get into some facts and statistics. Josh has been waiting for this
1: thing for so long, so... <laughs> so many different statistics. Let's, let's hear them. So there's a report that came out that said, and this is going to be kind of all over the place because there's just so much to cover. There's a report that came out that said the goal... Uh, For the country, the United States in particular, because EVs infrastructure in Europe is actually not too bad, um, especially in developed Europe. Um, But in the United States, we should have 12 charging stations for every 100 EVs. Nevada, Mississippi, crazy Mississippi, (laughs) is considered (laughs) to be EV accepted, which is the fourth highest level by this report of EV readiness. The last one is EV-ready, which is level 5. There are no other states that are on EV-accepted. The only other ones are... Let me find the report, actually. The only other ones are EV... least EV-ready, which is... Indiana, Montana, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Illinois, and EV-progressive, the rest of the states in the country. So there's really... No one's ready, <laughs> according to this study. The next part that I want to discuss is what the Biden administration is looking for. They're looking to have over 500,000 charging stations ready and out by 2030. By 2035, they're looking to have, I think, a million. And then by 2050, they're looking to phase out everything. Everything. No more gasoline cars. That probably will never happen, but I, I would say probably, you're- we'll probably see a 60, 40, 70, 30.
0: Uh, by twenty fifty. Right. Um before you go on with yeah, that list, well, you know why there's a why there's those certain states where they're just not even ready. What there's nothing in Montana. Name me one <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> the, the infrastructure of the United States compared to Europe. Europe is very highly packed mm-hmm, with our infrastructure. Really. You can take your car and in five minutes you'll not even in five minutes. You can take your EVs, point A to point B, find exactly what you need, and come back with that. And that could just be walking distance. In the United States, I think from my house to get to the nearest grocery store takes me about 10 minutes. Yeah. In Europe. And that's conservative. And that's that's good. Yeah. And that's that's considered good. Yeah. Um, In Europe, however, you could walk in 10 minutes, and you probably have found, like, three shops, three coffee shops, a grocery store, a couple restaurants, everything you need. Oh, yeah. That's why it is more easy to implement this kind of stuff in Europe rather than in the United States because of how American infrastructure... I'll yeah. just say that. It's, big. it's a big <laughs> and country, it's, it's American infrastructure. Yeah. Like, we are so the- huge <laughs> and outdated, and there's just, like... And we're so car-dependent, and I-, I can go on and on about yeah. this, but continue with you. For the people
1: who yeah. aren't American... Um, I had a professor who had family in Oklahoma, and a short drive for them is 30 minutes. Yes. <laughs> the nearest grocery store with an hour. Like, that is how big some and how the lack of people are in some states. I mean, Wyoming has 800,000 people in that, which there's 600,000 people in Hartford, Connecticut. And it's not very big. Yeah. So, it just gives you some, in some states, there's just, there's not even like a, a market for this kind of stuff. But anyways, to move on from that, to get back to the charges, the Biden administration has laid out a plan to also for to get these 500,000 charging stations to lay out seven and a half billion U.S. dollars till 2030. This the 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 20 the McKinsey consulting firm did a study. They're saying that they believe by 2030 that we will actually need 1.2 million public charging stations and 28 million private stations, which is like, holy crap, how would we... And that's just U.S.? That's just U.S., yeah. Um, they said that this would be over $35 billion that would need to be put into this to just build the infrastructure and then to even top it off... To have the funds to sustain it, it would cost $230 billion to sustain this, is what the McKinsey and Company study found. There's three different types of charging stations, which is level one. They are, I don't know, I remember exactly what they're called, but they do five miles of range per hour charging. Level two, there's two and a half miles range per hour charging, and level three, there's one to two hundred miles charging for every thirty minutes. So that is... Level 3 chargers? Yeah, level 3 chargers. So that's the good charges. This but is those where Tesla's
0: cost. at right now. Is their Generation 3 chargers. Yeah. And and where th- you can charge... They're trying to charge 80% of your battery within 30 minutes. So that's kind of... They're phasing out the old chargers right now in Tesla. And they're putting in these new Gen 3 chargers. Yeah. But I want to go back to the thing you said. How many chargers do we need? Uh, the this study by the McKinsley
1: & Co- Company firm believes it'll be one... 1.2 million public, 28 million private. Meaning we need the, to. We, the need is 1.2 million public, but they be, they speculate that 28 million people will have electric cars. Do
0: you, Do you know what how many fueling stations are in the United States? I do not. That's a according good to the NACS, which is the Association for Convenience and Fuel Retailing. There are around 145,000 fueling stations. So you're telling me That's we need it. 10 times, that, that kind of blew my mind, right? I was like, yeah, there's no way. But here's what I mean, we need 10 times more energy uh charging infrastructure than about around there, right? Than to fuel up our... I don't know if this is considering counting each pump as a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, because maybe
1: it's counting it as individuals
0: charging. Because like, then that... Yeah, okay. All right, yeah, that that also makes sense. I don't know how that they're counting it, but I think if they're counting it by one, let's assume that there's ten per fueling station, then you get to that figure. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. But, Okay. Ew.
1: Because it, let let's say that there are stations and they're just massive, massive stations. That that's technically assuming ten x car buying, like ten like people are going to buy EVs at a ten x rate of strange, gas cars. Yeah. Which also assumes that the United States population is going to grow ten x by twenty thirty.
0: Is but that the thing is, I guess. But the, the thing is, they're counting per charger. They're not counting per station. Still, so oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, per per station. It's it's that that is a very interesting figure. It's yeah. still the phone- one point. Four million chargers because
1: what they're what they were looking for is that they they need at least 12 chargers per 100 Sorry. EVs so if they're 1.2 million EVs that means or 1.2 million charging stations that means there's going to be like
0: I don't know how many cars like what's the math on that like this is why we don't do math yeah. Josh and this is why we stick to yeah. those and international stuff I
1: mean how many cars are on the road today
0: so many? I mean, let me let me let me look there's, that up. There's for definitely
1: you. an exact figure, but this is like this is assuming that there's going to be like 200 million EVs, which is also assuming that the population would have to grow to like 500 million.
0: Okay, so according to Forbes, it says that a total of 278 million personal and commercial vehicles were registered to drivers in the United States. Yeah, and <laughs> there are about 300 million people here in the United States. That's our population. So you thirty. So, it's almost a one-to-one. Almost. We're, uh, of course, there are going to be those people who rely on... Cars, on, children. Yeah, you know. children, public people who use public transport, but it's almost, almost a one-to-one. But Very close to.
1: If you're going to have... If you're going to go for... If it's for every 12 EVs, uh, charging stations, you're going to have 100... If, if they're looking at the hypothetical... 100 cars, 100 per cars 12 EVs. Per 12 EVs. You're gonna have Jesus, how how can we not do this math? It should be easy.
0: Hundred cars, twelve EVs. That means eight point three cars per one station. Station. That's that's a lot. So that's that's a
1: eight million Oh, that's not
0: even a You know what let's just go past Let's that. go. We're trying to tell you that there's not gonna be enough chargers. No, there's not gonna that's be that's what we're getting after. Yes, this. yes. This is why we stick to analysis. Yes. This is why we stick to politics. Yes. yes.
1: Yeah, that's correct. Anyways, that's a lot of that's not that's not enough charging stations. Right. If the math is correct there that they're gonna have well, that also that also means that there's gonna be seventy-five percent phase out by twenty fifty. Assuming population growth yep. and assuming growth of people buying cars. That means if you're gonna have one point two million EVs by fifty fifty mark. That means that 140,000, 140 million TVs and 1.2 million chargers. Oh my God. That's (laughs) going to be the biggest backup ever. Okay. okay. If they, if they estimate the 28 million private ones, but that's assuming they can afford them. Oh my goodness. Okay. This just got even more crazy now that I'm thinking um, about it. We'll I be fine from that. No, let's just keep going that, because that's like, st- I'm actually like, <laughs> yeah, that's a statistician thing, and that's not my thing. So over the 2030 period, they said it was going to cost 35 billion for the hardware installation and planning. Like I said, then by 2030 to operate, it's going to cost about 230 billion kilowatt hours. No, uh, that's that's a lot of strain. On this okay, thing.
0: so Moving let's on start with that. let's <laughs> start with let's start with charging. Okay, and <laughs> yeah. unpack this real quick. The amount of chargers we need, and we brought that up, is crazy. We, we're we not even considering the materials we need to dig up out of our own ground to build these chargers. Yo, my head hurts now. <laughs> <laughs> to build these millions of chargers. And that's just in the United States alone. Mm-hmm. What about mm-hmm. Europe? What about the Middle East? What about Asia? What about if, once Africa comes to a point, they need their, their, their EV chargers too. The amount of materials we need, and yes, we have all these gas stations, correct. But we need to remove these gas stations and install EVs. We might not even have to get rid of gas stations. What what they might do is they might incentivize. Just hey, you're you you have a Shell gas station here. Will you be okay if we let, uh, if you let us just put some EV chargers in here? Or, what they can do is they can break down the gas stations, use the metals and stuff like that, and recycle it to build it. But we still need the, all, the, all the lithium, we still need all the cobalt to build these electric chargers. Well, dude, I, I just saw a light bulb go off Yeah, my head.
1: Okay, let's just think about this. In the United States, residential users bought on average 10,649 kilowatt hours of power in 2019 do some math here. He's opening up the calculator. (laughs) 10,649 times I'm going to assume half the population is in a home averaging kilowatts. I'm going to do 150 million people, just to be conservative. Which is equivalent to to 1.5 million kilowatt hours. That's residential only. That's you're gonna add you're telling me that they're gonna add two hundred
0: thirty million more
1: is on our infrastructure. Did
0: McKin- this is McKinsey and company? Yeah, this is a this is a study is, that they did they, they run said. through their numbers correctly or is it actually No 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 this
1: is what that di- needs to be ran. Oh it needs to be Yeah, this is what oh, okay. needs right. to be ran to hold this
0: infrastructure. Yeah, even then two hundred thirty billion. Okay. I think the more we dive deep into this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
0: What else, less, uh, what else do you have on there, Josh?
1: Yeah. Well, I guess I, I have costs. So, we're going to go over... I think over. we just
0: ran through that. Yeah. We, well, yeah.
1: Well, this is the cost for the person. Okay. The person who's buying a car. So, today, a gas car, on average, costs $35,000 to buy, $0 in tax credit, about $1,592 per year in insurance, one thousand eleven hundred seventeen dollars in fuel, 1235 in maintenance, average yearly cost 3944 The average cost over a 6 year average lifetime is $58,664, cost of an electric car $57,000, minus $5,000 for tax credit, insurance is $1,910 per year, it is more because it's more expensive to get like parts, Um, fuel, 485. I say fuel because, you know, whatever. Maintenance is 900 a year. Yes, they cost less than maintenance. 3,295 is your average cost per year, but the total cost over your six years is 71,770. So $12,000. $12,106 more over a six-year period to own an EV than it is to own a gas-powered car.
0: So, fantastic work on the math, I think, for our podcast. We should definitely do math beforehand yes. and not try to do it on the spot. <laughs> One, two, $12,000 over six years? Yeah, six-year period. That's the average ownership. Do you know what I could do with $12,000 after six years? If I had $12,000 lying around, I would invest it in other ways. Mm-hmm. You're losing $12,000 for buying an EV. And the reason you're losing money is because we're not well developed to a point where we can sustain EVs at a cheap cost. Mm -hmm. Yes, the maintenance is cheaper and all that, but we can't sustain it because we don't have the ability to yet. Yeah, we don't know. Charging is still expensive. I mean, there's people out there still charging their cars for $30 and $40 at Tesla Supercharger. Oh, my God. Yeah, I I, I have seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it on their phones because they get billed. It's like 30, I've seen 20 bucks, 30 bucks. I've and, seen 40 bucks before.
1: Well, and, and here's the it's, other thing. That's also not assuming the charging station. That's just the car.
0: So, oh, we're not charging, counting in.
1: No, no, no. That doesn't count the, oh, the charging okay. station that you get from I, the car. So that's another at add, add 5,000.
0: There's also, yes. There'll be some days where it's cheaper. Some days more spe- expensive. This also depends on what's going on in the macroeconomic world mm-hmm. with energy as well. So, yes. EVs are also heavily dependent on. I mean, even gas cars too, are heavily dependent on what goes on in the world. But I mean, you have to convert. It'll cost. It it might cost more to charge because you have to convert that oil into actually energy that can be produced to charge your vehicle versus refining the oil to gasoline. Yeah. If that makes sense.
1: No, and and the average cost is forty cents to seventy cents per kilowatt, and so that's assuming that you have. An EV that has, let's say, what what's the average EV like two hundred fifty kilowatts something in there? Maybe, maybe so. a little bit 250 more. Two fifty is so the average. That's 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 a lot of money because the average tank is three you know they three fifty a gallon. The average tank size is about ten gallons.
0: Ten to thirteen gallons. Yeah. So you're cost you, you use much more. I mean, I I fill up with premium and like I had a hundred miles left in my range and I filled up with forty four dollars. Yeah. I mean.
1: I mean, let me do some math here. I'm going to go on the high ends. I'm gonna look at seventy cents. Yep. Seventy cents times two fifty.
0: Yeah, it's one hundred seventy five. Yep. So, charge. we're throwing wow, of, we're we're throwing a lot of numbers at you, um, everybody, and we just want you to be aware that we don't have the technology yet to create EVs cheap. I mean, look at Tesla's. Remember when Tesla's went through the roof and their prices, and now they just dropped ten grand. It's still expensive. They're still expensive for the average. Forty route. grand. It's like the average consumer doesn't have that type of money to buy these EVs and especially during times like these like there's no there's no spending going on. People are saving their money. They don't want EVs at the moment because they can't sustain them. Yes, everyone is moving towards them but at the cost of their own finances, at their yeah. own at the expense and the stress of their own finances. And it's like how is this how is this fair? Yes, there's a tax credit of 7500 but that's yeah. assuming you own tax you own you owe tax money yeah most people don't have businesses most people don't work under a 10.99 form so it's like you're not gonna owe much money yeah, those 70 that 7500 is not going towards anywhere
1: yeah you're you're basically losing it's just count. like
0: yeah you're just gonna lose it until you actually owe taxes whether you have started a business or have unreported income but even yeah. then it's like how rare is that because most Americans filed for w2 because they have a w2 and I mean, most Americans.
1: The average salary in the United States of America is sixty nine thousand dollars, and so that's that that car over six years is going to cost you two thousand dollars more than what most people make in America. And that's 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 a lot. Two thousand dollars is a lot of differences between you living, um, in a house versus you. Not being, are you being able to put food on the table and stuff like that? So seventy, that seventy one thousand is just insanely expensive. And so the 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 most important part, you know, moving forward for the United States is to try to figure out how to lower these prices because a gas car fifty eight thousand dollars over annually and thirty five thousand dollars on a starting average just to get it. That that's assuming too. This this has trucks under it. Um, I mean, diesel is technically not gas, but this is assuming that you're also buying trucks, and trucks can be ranging from forty to seventy grand. And so if you get like a nice Ford, you get a nice Ram or a nice Chevy, that goes up in the prices. So that even then is a little cheaper when you're assuming truck in that market versus the EVs. And by twelve thousand dollars, look. There's, there's multiple studies have been done, and, and multiple, not not just studies, but like just just looking at your investment data, and a lot of investors, ten thousand dollars in a Standard and Poor's, um, which is the S and P, um, index, over thirty years, will make you a million dollars.
0: And that's assuming a ten percent return. It's Assuming
1: a ten percent return, which is the that's average return average. over thirty year left. Yeah. But. What would you rather have? No $12,000, or a million dollars. You know, and that, if you, if you go back to a, one of our episodes, we talked about investing. Please go back to one of our topics of mm-hmm. the week and listen to our investing thing. Um, but that that's, that's a lot. $12,000 for an average person. And then again, that's not assuming the charging station.
0: Yeah. Which is like <laughs> <negative> five grand. <laughs> I want to shift our talk to now trucks trucks I love that Tesla Tesla semis. Fantastic idea! I
1: love
0: it. We're already seeing them breaking down, though.
1: There's oh, been really? there's
0: one there's this one incident where there was a I think it was a frito-lay truck. weren't
1: they supposed to have four motors? So if one breaks, down? I don't know. Four. I
0: saw online they were getting towed. So oh, that's, not that's not that's not that's the target. That's not the target. The Tesla semis. Yeah. It's a fantastic step in the right direction. It's four yes four independent motors. So if one breaks down. You can use the other three. Yeah. Big battery pack. But it's strain on that battery to tow 50-something, 50 50,000 pounds, I think it is. That's a lot. Yeah, whatever it is. 52-foot, gross vehicle weight combined, 80,000 pounds. Yeah. That's a good strain on the battery. It and would need
1: four huge batteries.
0: Huge. Yeah, you know, it's... We're We're getting there. And these are... Of, for, in my eyes, I see them as prototypes, and there still needs to be work. Okay. It's a fantastic idea. I love the design. It's very aerodynamic. It's very efficient, important, and it's a good way to cut costs to, to ship stuff around. Very important for supply chain. Yes, yes. There's no cut down on cost, but we're still not there yet. We need more time to create and produce these EV trucks. Mm-hmm. To and, make them more cost efficient.
1: And by the way, we are not EV haters. I don't want to get that out of the way. I mean, oh. I don't, I'm personally not an EV
0: hater. I'm not an EV hater. here. I was actually considering an EV. Yeah, but and so insane.
1: we're not EV. We're not EV haters. Um, I personally think EVs have been great for the, the like the nice car industry, like the luxury car industry, because they oh, yeah. finally, finally decided to restyle some cars when they stamp, <laughs> and they stamp an EV on it. So. Uh, It it is also great for competition, too, uh, in in many cases. But my biggest problem with the Biden administration is they are ambitious, but they also are ignorant in the fact they can't understand. And I don't like them forcing our hands into moving EV. Into something that... The market should dictate itself. Yes. If people want EVs, they'll buy them. And we saw that. When Tesla started to become reliable around 2017 to 2019, I mean, they became the second... No, I'm sorry. They became the biggest market cap Model
0: 3s were flying out like hotcakes.
1: And they became the biggest market cap company, car company, in the world. And also the second largest company, period, in the world, in terms of market cap. Yep.
0: At that time. So that's... Fine. Let them Whatever. Let, them decide. Let the consumers decide. It's our choice. It shouldn't be the that's having government step into the economy.
1: Yes.
0: And I, I'm against that. I only want government to step in in monopolization. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to step in anywhere else in the in economics.
1: Yeah.
0: It should be com- completely consumer dictated. When the when we had our gas crisis back in, it was in the 80s, correct? 70s. 70s. Everyone. Moves from the big gas guzzlers to your Toyotas and Hondas. Yeah. Because the market needed it. Mm -hmm. We should wait for a point where there's a flashpoint and have, again, that uh, hopefully not as bad, but have a situation where it's time to actually switch from gas to EVs. And we will have that inflection point. When will it be? I'm not sure. But there's going to be that point where we say no more to gas and bring in EVs. Just like how we did in the seventies,
1: yeah. And the other thing I really don't don't like about this is that they assume that the United Me- people of America are rich. I, I oh I yeah, that, that's that.
0: that's the one thing with the administration.
1: Yeah, I remember I was um, I saw a clip on one of my news um, apps on Instagram from a Fox News report talking about EVs, and he one of the guys there was like, "Oh yeah, i, I I'd much rather." Have an electric Bentley than pay for gasoline. And the ignorance oh my. in that statement. Because not only did he say an electric car, he says an electric, electric Bentley. Bentley.
0: Uh, That's...
1: You can't get a Bentley for less than 150 Gs. Impossible. Brand new. Impossible. Okay. The ignorance in that statement just proves to me that they don't care about. The American public. The American public you're barely able to afford gasoline at this moment. What makes you think that we're able to afford a
0: new EV? you yep. we're not going to get an old one because they just don't freaking work. Nope, they don't. They, they lose, uh, what was it, 20% of their battery capacity. So they, they degrade over
1: time. And their value just goes down it, so significantly because they're garbage. And so... It's a, it's, a, it's a little waste of time to get an EV at this moment if you can't afford it. You can't afford it. Whatever. You do you. You know, if one day I make enough money and I want to get a Tesla, you're damn right, I'm going to buy a Tesla. I like the way the money. Like. Yeah. If I don't I have the money right now.
0: I don't have that. No one yet. has the money right now. I don't now. have that money right now. No, that, that, that's such an ignorant comment. Like,
1: and, and, and the Biden administration putting this out is also ignorant in itself because they assume that we have the money to do this. We don't. And they're
0: not doing anything to fix the economy so we can have the money to do this either. And they're not doing anything to lower the cost of EVs. Which is going to bring me into my next point. The materials needed to build an EV. Uh, let's project. start with the battery pack. You need lithium, cobalt, and Three most important. You need your then electric motor to build it, you need copper, steel, other elements such as neodymium and dysprosium. I don't know if I said that correctly. Then you need your power electronics. This is all your cabling. Materials needed are copper and aluminum. Wiring, same thing, copper, aluminum. Then you need your char- charging infrastructure, which we said before would need copper, aluminum, steel. Then you need your body and chassis, which also needs aluminum, carbon fiber. And then finally, the interior, which are plastics, leathers, and other fabrics. So, <laughs> the world, at the moment, does not have the amount of lithium, cobalt, nickel, copper, and aluminum needed to build a lot of these EVs. Well, it does. We just don't Oh, we, we want to get a dig for it. yeah. And if we do dig for it. We're going to have a lot of environmentalists saying no, which is, we want our EVs. Yes. But if we're going to have a lot of pushback on lithium mines, it's like, what choice do we have? Mm -hmm. And it's, and lithium mines are terrible for our atmosphere. Yeah. The dust that comes, it's pure toxic. It's pure toxic, that dust. I don't know if there's even a fine line. This is a big balancing game between getting the EVs and mining the materials we need for the EVs. It's like media is not showing the side of what it's like to work, and work a lithium mine and what it does to your surrounding environments. What we need before we even start a lithium mine is environmental programs that restore the land that is affected by lithium mines. Creating some sort of barrier between the mine to any wildlife outside. Yeah, because it's just going—it's like a contagion of just dust that flies everywhere. Mm-hmm. Harmful. It's harmful to breathe all that.
1: Total, so yeah, and and the other thing we need to really figure out is um, if we if we really want to move towards EVs, is alternative ways to make batteries. Um, we have yet to figure out how to do that outside of of lithium. I don't even
0: know if there's even an uh, alternative uh, option. Okay. Oh, we have hydrogen. There's hydro. There's hydrogen as an option. Hydrogen.
1: That's that's like oh my goodness, that'd be great. But that's there's zinc manganese oxide batteries, golds nano wire, um, or, or, organ or organ organo silicon. But I mean, they
0: just don't. you know really work.
1: And, and nano lithium. As lithium.
0: Yeah, but lithium. lithium's ability to transfer energy.
1: Yeah, and so if they really want EVs, they have to go into Europe, they have to go into Latin America, where the most, um, in parts of Africa, where the most lithium are,
0: and extract it. On our uh, Insta post, on our Insta post, our Insta stories, there's a, uh, there's a, if you go to our story, you'll see, you'll read something about um, an article that discusses lithium in Latin America. You That's know, where it's at. From The Economist. Yep. And that's where our lithium needs to be sourced from.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Is Latin America. Latin America can be a leader in this in EVs. Yeah, we're, it,
1: just, it, we're just we're just not political. pouring
0: enough investment into it. And it's like it's like we created an artificial bottleneck. We want EVs, but we are not going to source it, nor not even source it, find out ways here in the United States. There's two lithium mines, one in Nevada. That has potential, and another place elsewhere. I forgot what other state it was. But I was reading on this, and it's like we have it here. There's options in Latin America, our partners, which we can use very closely to create mm-hmm. some uh, a diplomatic solution to solve a global problem. Yep. Imagine Latin America being the lead on on fixing this global problem.
1: Amazing. It'd be great. It'd be great for them because
0: then it 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 jumpstarts their economy. So our they, economy they the their cost. economy they'll be they'll have a voice in the global stage,
1: yep, because they have the majority well, of this aren't
0: aren't going into these options. we are not actively seeking lithium mines and cobalt mines and nickel mines. Uh, one of my biggest issues with the United
1: States today is we're way too worried about political side effects um and, and not 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 the people but our politicians about political side effects of them making decisions. And it's always been a problem, and it's always been something in the United States because you have to get reelected, you know, whatever. But in the, the day, sometimes they would just kind of ignore a little bit of the political side of things and just do because, in the end, it may look bad on paper, but something can come out that's very good, like economic benefits, or or even in this case, if we have because it is true, if we do have more EVs on the road, we'll have less air pollution. I mean. It's not a bad thing. Some places stink, yep. smell, and some people can't breathe in them. China, Indonesia, India would benefit greatly tremendously from EVs. I mean, it, it, it was—I remember in February you could not leave your house in Jakarta, Indonesia, because the toxin levels were so high it would burn your eyes. So in some places, this would benefit a lot. Um, so it, it is important. And so we need to, our politicians need to kind of put aside a little bit, um, what, um, some big, they're, 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 all it is, is just ego.
0: Yeah. It's, it's just, yeah. it's just them, their, their personal gain. They want to be reelected. As you said, their only goal is reelection. Yep. That, and so their sad. goal is no longer serving the American people. Their goal is reelection and staying in power. That That's just how it is. Direct it's the same thing with businesses the only their only goal is to not make profits but in my eyes to please shareholders for politicians it's only to get reelected yeah so we have gone away from a time where it's actually focusing on creating a strong america to flex to the world to cre- just having individual power that's yeah. just how it is and i don't like that
1: uh, i just want to go back to the infrastructure for just one more minute sure. because it made me. It got me thinking for a second that if we start to work on EV infrastructure, finally we would work on re like modernizing our energy infrastructure and our electric electricity going from house to house, from pole to pole.
0: Oh, like oh, you're talking about the electric grid. now? Yeah, the
1: electric grid. Okay, this would be. It, so this is actually not foreign in the sense that it could help our electric grid a lot. In redeveloping it, because we need to obviously fit the ability to have 230 billion mm-hmm. kilowatts um, on the grid by 2030, and so yes, it's a lot. Yes, it's a lot of money. that's going to have to be ditched out, but it's it's not a bad way to modernize what we desperately need to modernize.
0: But how are we going to do it? You know what? I oh, I was just about to answer that question. There you go. What if? Hypothetically, let's say you have an EV and you just purchased your own charging station for a Tesla's called the wall connector. What if, hypothetically, government says if you buy a generation two or generation three charger for your house, we will supply you a solar panel or two mm-hmm. to connect cool. this charger to the solar panel instead of connecting it to the grid, which is just powered yeah. by oil or coal or whatever.
1: I was actually going to say because, yeah, in in more like desert, like states like Nevada or something, right. or, or uh, I don't know, it's just like Colorado, Arizona, or Utah. You know, we can slap a very big solar farm solar farm, into a field that's going to have sun. Let's say 250 days a year, um, which would be the only cost-effective way. That's not a bad idea because that could power the west coast west coast very you know open field of plains deserts that can power the west coast the problem would be the east coast um because little very rocky rainy wintry, you know kind of area yep but that's that's one half of the country that can be solved you know put a bunch of solar panels you know, panels in that area so that's not a bad idea to off the you know the regular grid, right? But the grid does need to be modernized,
0: yeah.
1: Well, yep, it's horrible if, if if it winds are 20 miles an hour out here, sometimes power will just go out. And it's like
0: offshore wind farms are an option, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a bad idea to power less- those EVs, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: What else? What else? You have anything else on there? No. I don't have anything else to discuss here
1: because my brain is already imploded by this. So you
0: know, the costs and nope to self. Do math beforehand and come prepared.
1: Think I Listen, I took
0: calc 2, and I was like, I'm done here. Yeah, and I didn't know. As soon as I entered college, I was like, No more, no more math for me. I don't want to see another math problem. I already have all my credits I need <laughs> for math. But um Oh, you know what I would do wanna talk about? Semiconductors. Uh yeah, that's the big the big draft one. bill that we talked about in our latest global developments, the last one. Yeah, most recent on what well, by the time of this upload it will be on a wednesday the one that we talked about the monday of this week yep is very important mm-hmm. for these evs you want to make cheaper evs we need domestic production yes good start we're going to need the materials domestic material production we have the semiconductors we just need to find as i said before the lithium cobalt nickel everything else i said but the semiconductors creating them in the United States is a fantastic start to make these cheaper for the American consumer. So, I yes. just wanted to put that out there before I forgot. Very good point, and hope they
1: do that. Hope they, I, I build, hope that's one, on that.
0: I hope that's their goal and what they're actually aiming for. I'm and uh, that's probably what they're aiming for. Yeah, if we were to ask them, Why are you doing this? It's yeah. probably EVs. We need to bring back manufacturing to this country, period. Yep,
1: so this could help lower costs for. Even like the, just the assembly line of building the car would
0: be much cheaper if we built it in like
1: Texas or something, yep. Florida. Yeah.
0: So, so I think that's that's it on my end. Yeah, uh, I got uh, we hope you enjoyed uh, this talk on electric vehicles because they are our future. Mm-hmm. And as the average consumer, are we ready or not? That depends on you all. I know I'm not ready for it. No. Nope. And we we just need we just need more time to develop these EVs. And to make them more cheap and affordable for all Americans and for anyone around the world, really. And so,
1: not have the government telling me
0: what to do that I should when, buy them. Yeah. It. And they offer no incentive to, besides the tax credit, assuming that I owe tax money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, well, thank you all for listening on this week's topic of the week. We promise to give you continuously amazing content. So, Absolutely. thank you all for watching, even if it's just for a little bit. We appreciate any and all support that you give us. It means way more than what you guys do understand yeah. if you guys just watch like five minutes of this like we appreciate it that's Absolutely. all we ask for yep that's all we ask for we don't ask for anything else and we also try to be completely fact-based with actual smart opinions and not what the cnn and fox do with their opinions we actually try to encourage discussion and think about this and all and so mm-hmm. thank you for all your support and yeah we'll yeah. catch you in the next episode take care